Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Are you ready for the Word of God? Father, we thank you so much for your word. We love your word. We value your word. We exalt your word. Even the heaven and earth shall pass away, but your word will never pass away. Lord, we recognize that there are few things on this planet earth that will stay forever. The spirit of people and the word of God and the kingdom of God will last for eternity. But we are thankful, Lord, that we are lasting for eternity in heaven. And we're going to be with you and worship you forever, Father. We thank you so much in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I believe that this will be the last teaching of this part of the teaching called obedience. The key to the blessing of prosperity. Let me review a little bit. Before I read the scripture, I want to say that I'm not a preacher by trade or by getting salary. I preach the word of God for my life. I believe in everything the Bible says here. And I preach from my own experience, not from theology. I don't preach one way on the pulpit and do another way on Monday. I live according to the word. And I experience what the Word of God say. I have learned one thing about our God. God is love. He loves everybody. But at the same time, God is very just. He is very fair. He's love and He's fair or just. Because of that, He gave everybody the equal opportunity to come to know Him and to be blessed by Him. But at the same time, because God is just and fair, He cannot bless everybody the same way. He will bless people in a different way or a different measure because He is just. It's not fair if somebody dedicated, repent, do everything God say and get blessed less than another one who is goofy, doing their own thing, living a sinful life, have a sinful lifestyle. It's not fair at all. We need to understand that because God is fair, He gives us the condition. He said in the Bible, if you listen to me carefully and obey me and follow my commands, I shall bless you. And the question is not about God. God's sight is done. Jesus died on the cross. He was on that tree to get all the curse on him. He carried the curse so that we can have an unreasonable exchange that the curse on our life that come from our sin would be on him and he give us the blessing of Abraham. He did his part already. So whose part that we need to get involved here? Our part, your part. Everyone point to yourself, my part. Your part is to obey. His voice and His commandments. Amen? We learn that it's the original will of God to bless Adam and Eve. God wants to bless them. But unfortunately, 
mankind lost the blessing because of disobedience or rebellion. But God tried to get that blessing back, and He showed in the Bible again and again. Whoever in the Bible who obey God and believe in God, such as Abraham, King David, Joseph, so many godly people in the Bible who got blessed by God because of their faith and their obedience. And today we can step into that blessing too by faith and obedience. Last Sunday we learned that in order to obey God, we need to learn how to listen to God. We're going to learn more detail in the camp this year. How to be led by the Holy Spirit, and not only that, we need to know the Word of God. This morning, somebody from another state sent me a message in the YouTube and say, "Thank you so much. I don't even know this person. Thank you so much for putting all this teaching in the YouTube. I know that you must spend thousands of hours to do this for us Christians in the world who have no church to go." Or have no good church to learn from the scripture. Thank you so much for all these thousand of hours that you try to feed the sheep of God. And I say, all for His glory. I reply. Do you know why I put all this teaching in? Because I know that God's people need to be educated to know the way of God. And when you know, you practice, you shall be blessed. This Sunday, I'm going to end this teaching. So we need to know the blessing belongs to God's people, but it's a condition. We need to listen carefully, obey the voice, and obey what the Bible says. Two things: Rema, the voice of God for us. Not everybody is called to be a pastor like me. To be a pastor is Rema for me. But everybody should know the word here. The Bible is for every Christian, not just for me. So everybody should know the Bible. You study the Bible, should obey the Bible, and then you shall be blessed. You have your own rema, what God called you to do. Otherwise, every Christian follow this book as our standard. Today, we're going to learn about the extent of the prosperity or the blessing and characteristic of the blessing. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight, verse three. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight talks about obedience to the voice of God and to the word of God, and God say, "I will bless you. The blessing shall overtake you, shall run after you." And now we look at the extent of the blessing or prosperity. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. So God tried to say that the blessing of God can be on us everywhere. In Every place, whether you live in China, you live in Japan, you live in the city, you live in the out there in the country, any place in the world, if you obey the voice of the Lord your God and follow His command, the blessing can go after you, run after you, come upon you, any place, everywhere in this world. Amen. Wherever your house is, God is not limited by location. God is omnipresent. He is everywhere. You can be in a very small village. You can be in a small island. Sometime I was thinking maybe I should move to Oahu to start a church in Hawaii, because God can bless me everywhere. I like Hawaii. 
But the Lord said, "No, I need to obey Him. You need to stay in Seattle." Every time I go to Hawaii, I like to think maybe I should start a church in Hawaii because God can bless me there too. <laughs> How many people want to follow me there? <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> Some of you, God may call you to start a church in Africa. God can bless you in Africa too. The blessing or the Garden of Eden can be around you when you obey Him. Look at verses four and five. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your land, and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds, and the lambs of your flocks, your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed. The Bible tried to say that we are not blessed not only every place in the world or anywhere we are, but we can be blessed in. Everything we touch and we do, everyone say every place. Everyone say everything. Everything you get involved, everything that you're doing, everything that you are calling to do, your family, your children, your work, anything in your life, even your dog can be blessed. Your golden fish can be blessed. I'm serious. That's what the Bible said. The young of your livestock, your dog can be blessed, and your cat can be blessed. Anything in your house come in can be blessed because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Everything in your life, He controls the whole universe. God controls. God can do anything. God can bless the baby of your dogs. God can bless your Ministry, bless your business, bless everything you do, everything you touch. But our responsibility is to have faith in Him and obey Him. Everything He say in the Bible, don't argue with Him, don't give any reasoning to argue, but follow Him exactly. He can bless your health, He can bless your mind, He can bless your vision. In fact, many years ago, my eye vision start to get blur. This is maybe about 15 years ago or longer. So I have to wear glasses. Now my eyesight normal. I can see far away, even that car. God bless my eyesight. I'm getting older, but my eyesight is getting better. Thank God, I don't need to wear glasses anymore. Amen. God can bless my eyes. God can bless my health. God can bless everything in our life. Because we obey the voice of the Lord our God, Amen. Now look at verse six. You will be blessed when you come in, and blessed when you go out. Not only that, He will bless you everywhere, and in everything, He can bless you at all times. Whether you're outside the house, you're on the bus, you're on the airplane, He can bless you while you're in the boat. He can bless you while you're in the office or driving in the car. Every place, at all time, he can bless you. Any place, any time, he can bless you when you are young kid, when you are in high school, when you are in the college. I heard so many good news from our members here that their children are so blessed to get into good college. Good program. Oh, I'm so blessed. You see, even 
Young kid can be blessed. God can bless you when you get married. He can bless you with a good spouse, godly spouse. And if you have bad relationship, you already got married before you became a Christian. After the Lord Jesus came into your house, He can start to bless your marriage life all the days until you die. Any place, all the time, He can bless when you get older. Everyone gonna get older one day. As you get older, you still blessed. You still healthy and strong, and you still have good memory. Any place, at all times, he can bless you from the young age to the old age. Amen. Whether you're single or married, he can bless you at all times. So three things: in everything, in every place, at all times. Now let's look at the characteristic of the blessing that come from obeying God. Let's look at verse seven. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction, but flee from you in seven. In that generation, when Moses wrote this scripture or proclaimed this scripture, the children of Israel would go in to take. Over the land of Canaan, they had to fight all kinds of people there. They would take over the land, so they're going to go into the battle. They have enemies, and after that, God's people always have some enemy fighting against them. The Bible says that if His people obey His voice and His commandments, the enemies cannot destroy them. But gonna run away from them. Seven directions. How many people experience that? Sometimes people want to give you a hard time, or want to destroy your life. Oh, I have many. From the first day I started church, so many people don't like me, and they want to close the church. The enemy working so hard, and even nowadays I have people who don't like me and want to get rid of me by putting some lies in the internet. To lie about me, but I just smile. I just happy. I just keep serving God. I keep doing my work. I don't worry about it. You know why? Because I believe in the promise of God. I know I obey God. I know I follow His voice. Therefore, I don't have to worry about anybody who try to destroy me. God gonna protect me. God gonna put the shield of favor over me. That the enemy cannot touch my life. They can try and try, but I keep growing and keep moving and keep being prosperous because the Lord is with me. But we need to understand this as believers nowadays. Our enemy is not people. We need to love people. Amen. Everyone say, "I need to love people." The Bible says in Ephesians chapter six, verse twelve. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Our real enemy is Satan and fallen angels, and also demonic spirits. The Bible talk about rulers. Authorities and powers. These are fallen angels that cover every city, different city, different country. If you notice, 
You go to different country, they have different kind of sin, different kind of emphasis because of different fallen angels working there as authorities and rulers. So our enemies is not people, but is Satan. But Satan and demon can use people to attack us and to try to destroy us. We don't fight with people. We pray in spiritual warfare to stop the work of the enemy. Amen. And when God gives victory to the children of Israel, when they obey the voice of the Lord their God by walking around the wall of Jericho, seven rounds. What happened? The wall of Jericho fell down without even the touch of a man. God just put it down. God gave them victory because they obeyed the voice of the Lord their God. So we have to keep going with obedience, and the protection will be over us. And God going to give us wisdom how to get out of the calamity and out of the problem in life. The Bible says clearly, submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will run away from you. The Bible did not just say, resist the devil, and he will run away from you. You need to combine all three sentences. Submit to God. What does it mean, submit to God? Obey God. And you yield to God. And after you submit to God, the second step is, then resist the devil. And then he will run away from you. You cannot resist the devil you are if you are a friend of the devil. If you keep living your life in rebellion and disobedience to God, then the Lord cannot help you. But if you submit to God and obey God, the devil has no choice. He has to run away from you when you resist him. Amen. Everyone say, submit to God. Resist the devil. And he will run away from me. So the first characteristic of the blessing is victory in spiritual warfare. Let's look at verse 8. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. In that generation, the children of Israel were farmers. So the Lord talked about barns and things they put their hand in their farm. The Lord will bless the land, give them rain. So in other words, the blessing of God or the prosperity of God will be involved in your well-being. Everything about your well-being. You will have enough money to use. You have leftover to bless people. You will not be hungry. You have good food to eat. You have a good place to sleep in. You have a good car. I don't say that you need to have a sport car. Okay? I don't say that you need to buy one million dollar car. I say that you have a good car to drive. If you obey the Lord, He will take care of your well-being, everything. You live at your level. Don't try to get into debt. Whatever you have, you're going to have more than enough for you to enjoy. Amen? Just live at your level. Psalm chapter 37, verse 26 say, They are always generous and lend freely. Their children 
will be blessed. This is the promise of God to those who obey God. That when you obey God, years after years, God is going to resolve the debt for you. You will be out of debt. And then you will have more money. You don't have to borrow anybody anymore. And you can be generous to give to people. And you can lend freely. You are not in debt. You don't have to worry about the credit card debt. And not only that, your children shall be blessed. That is the promise of God. But what you need to do is to have faith and obey Him. Obey the Lord your God. Remember this, God is just. He will bless you at the level of your obedience. Amen? Psalm chapter 23, verses 1 to 2, talking about well-being. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside quiet waters. You see, God say, I'm going to give you well-being. You can rest. You can have more than enough. You can just enjoy your life. Lead you to quiet water. You have peace and joy and prosperity. Trust in His provision. Your God is a God of protection and provision. You shall have every necessary thing in your life if you obey the Lord your God and you seek His kingdom first. The Bible gives a lot of promises in the scripture. Look at Matthew chapter 6, 31 to 33. So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. And all these things shall be given to you as well. You think God would lie? No. God never lies. He promised if we obey Him, if we live for the kingdom of God, if we submit to God, Live for Him. Live in righteousness. He will take care of every need in our life. He will help us supernaturally to get out of debt, to get out of financial trouble. He will open the door for us to get a new job that you don't have to work on Sunday with a better pay. You can get a promotion. You can get a bonus. God is so good. Amen? Amen. And this happened to me in the past 30 years, again and again. God gave me the job in Seattle in a supernatural way. I never forgot when I first came here. They said to me, there's no way they're going to receive or hire a foreign doctor like me. I did not even finish the medical school here. But thank be to God. God worked in a miraculous way that my boss at University of Washington took me in. And not only that, in order to continue my education and my job, I have to pass what we call board exam to have the license. Board exam means you need to sit at Olympia and went to two full days of examination, including physiology, biology, psychiatry, medicine. I have to answer all the questions. At that time, I already started the church. I did not have time to study. Don't do like me. 
I should study, but I don't have time because I run the church as a pastor. So I pray, God, you need to give me the license in order to continue this church. I went to Olympia and check, 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 hundreds of questions in the board exam. I, I forgot all about psychiatrists, about biology, because I was a neurosurgeon for many years. And I got 83 percentile. So I got the license. I passed the board exam, supernaturally. Then I have to pass the um, American Board of Neurosurgery. Again, I did not have time to study because I was running the church and was working at Harborview Hospital. But God take care of my life in every detail. I have to fly to Houston, Texas, to go into oral exam. I have to go into three rooms. Each room has two neurosurgeons interview you. Anything they can ask to pass the exam. That year, 30% of American doctors fail the exam. 30% of American neurosurgeons fail the exam that year. You know what happened to me? I flew to Houston. I got a manual book about neurosurgery. That evening and that morning, I flip, flip, flip different pages by random. And I read different diseases in that book. This is a thick book like this. All the disease of neurosurgery. When I got into all three rooms, every question that they asked me came from those pages. I walked out from the exam room. My boss came and hugged me and do like this. And he said, you passed the test already. I know even before they sent me the letter that I passed the test. God, take care of your need when you seek the kingdom of God first. I have many stories to tell you how God take care of me, of my need. Because I seek the kingdom first. Because I obey His command. I obey the voice of the Lord, my God. And He performed miracles after miracles of provision. Amen? Hallelujah. At one time, I tried to follow what I learned from God, that I need to love my wife, happy wife, happy life. Happy wife, every man say, happy wife. Happy life. Amen. So one day, Pasada drove into a street and saw a house. And she loved that house. She took me in to see the house. I said, okay, go for it. I buy this house for you. But at that time, I did not think too much that that house going to put me into financial pressure. I forgot to think about finances because I want to please my wife. After I bought that house, I look at the monthly payment. Whew. This is not fun. It's so high. But God is so gracious to me. Right after I bought that house, both Overlake and Evergreen Hospital wrote a letter to me and said, from now on, when you're on call, we pay you $1,000 a day. So I was on call about 14 on-call days, both hospitals. $14,000 came into my pocket. So within three years, I pay off the house from that money on call. I have no debt anymore. And after that, they say, we stop paying. <laughs> so the money came at the right time <laughs> until I pay off my house and then the payment stopped. Praise God. God can do anything to feed you, to bless you. Amen. Deuteronomy 28 verses 11 
verses 8, 11, and 12. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns, on your business, on your work, on everything you put your hand to. The Lord your God will bless you in the land He is giving you. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, and the crops of your ground, in the land He swore to your forefathers to give you. The Lord will open the heavens. I like that. The storehouse of His bounty to send rain on your land because they were farmers. God talk about rain. Today, maybe about customer. God send customer to you. God send wisdom to you. In season and to bless all the works of your hands. He will lend to many nations, but will borrow. My dear brother, sister, God can bless the work of your hand. I remember when I was at Harborview Hospital for eight years. We have what we call mortality and morbidity conference. Morbidity means complication from surgery. Mortality means death. So every month, all the resident and all the neurosurgeons have to sit in one room and go through all the death and all the complication to learn the lesson that don't do that again. The list go by the chief resident. I was a chief resident under Lauha Prasit. How many people die? How many people get complication? Under Matthew Howard, another list, another man list. How many people die and how many people got complication? And all those seven years, my list is small. And other chief resident, the list is long. I have less complication and less death in my practice since I moved to America. Who blessed my hand? The Lord my God blessed the work of my hand. It's not that I'm a great surgeon, no. Because the Lord is with me. I obey the voice of the Lord my God and His commandments. Amen? If you do any business, uh, you work at your workplace, God can bless the work of your hand. God can open the storehouse of heaven and bless you. Send rain to you. Send customer to you. At one point, I know this is from the Lord. i give you an example. When I moved to a small town in Thailand, I began to tithe and serve in the Baptist church. I obey everything I know in the Bible. I did not know much at that time. But I obey everything that I knew about in the Bible. And God really blessed me. I moved to that city. I had no patience because small city has a lot of doctors. And God blessed me by sending a woman who was polarized. And all the Buddhist doctor and doctor in Bangkok, she went to see a lot of doctors around, including the witchcraft doctor that she still paralyzed. She came to see me. I looked at her. God told me, tomorrow, perform x-ray. Inject dye into her back and run all the way up. Even though she did that test already in Bangkok, but the surgeon did not go all the way up here. I found tumor at Thoracic level number three, which is very high. Normally, they don't run up to there. A small tumor about this size, compressing the spinal cord. I took that tumor out. She got up and walked. After that, my name was spread everywhere because she sold stuff in the market. Everyone know her in the whole city. 
in the marketplace. So she told everyone, "If you need a miracle, go to see this guy." My clinic was packed within a month. God blessed the work of my hand. You see, wow. Story after story. If you obey the voice of the Lord your God and do what He tells you to do. Obey the Bible. Take serious about the Word of God. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 13 to 14. So if you faithfully obey the commands I am giving you today to love the Lord your God and to serve Him with all your heart and with all your soul, then I will send rain on the land in its season, both autumn and spring rains, so that you may gather in your grain new wine and oil. God will bless you at your workplace. Success will come to you. He will arrange for the supporting system for you. He will work in the heart of your boss. He will call people to come to be your just customer. He will send good customer to you. He will prepare everything for you before even you show up there. Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God, and you love Him and live for His kingdom. Amen? God can do anything. He's prepared a heart of people to help you. He arranged the situation for you. I remember one time, I received a patient from a rheumatologist. You need to understand that there are many, many neurosurgeons in town. This rheumatologist picked me. He sent a patient to me and said, I believe my patient needs surgery. She has fibromyalgia. In the medical field, when you talk about fibromyalgia, everyone knows chronic pain, no surgery. It's a chronic pain syndrome, pain all over the body, and you need to go to pain doctor, not me. In my medical school, we don't promote surgery on fibromyalgia at all. It's not in the medical textbook. This patient show up. I look at the x-ray. I call the rheumatologist. Doctor, so-and-so, I don't believe in surgery on this kind of patient. But the Lord spoke to me. You need to do it. So I did. She came back to see me two weeks later, makeup on her face. Before that, she had no makeup. She suffered from pain for 10 years. She had makeup on her face and she said, no more pain, zero pain after your surgery. After that, this rheumatologist sent hundreds of patients to me. And a lot of people got healed by my surgery. And no other neurosurgeon in the whole U.S. know about this. Only me. So far, no one believes it. I'm concerned when I'm retired. Who going to take care of these people? I'm serious. God blessed the work of my hand. Success supporting system. Deuteronomy 28, 9 and 10. The Lord will establish you, His holy people, as He promised you on oath. If you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in His ways, then all the peoples on earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will fear you. Let me read another one. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6. For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be His people, His treasure 
possession. In other words, the fourth characteristic of the blessing is special relationship with God and honor from the Lord. He will lift you up high. People look at you. Put the thumb up. I can't believe. He's so blessed. Why we spend three hours trying to resolve the problem in this computer? He show up, 10 minutes, done. People will know you are a Christian. God is with you. You are the holy people separated by God. Everything you touch, who? Good. They will know that you are a Christian doctor. They will know that you are a Christian teacher. They will know that you are a Christian employee. They will know that God's hand is on you. You will get the special honor from the Lord, special position, a son and a daughter of God. Amen? In society, people look at you and say, who? He is different. She is different. Verse 10. Then all the peoples on earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will fear you. You receive honor from God. You receive protection from God. Favor. Answer to prayer. Protection. Angelic protection. Everywhere you go, you have a special favor. Look at the life of Esther, Ruth, David, Joseph, Paul. All these people have this. They had this. They have a special favor from God. Special protection. When they pray, God answer. Amen? You like to walk like that? A special child of God. Every time you pray, God answer you. Pastor Kenny, I remember when he first become a new believer and start to get involved with our worship ministry, leading worship, very faithful man. He said that in his company, people try to resolve the problem of the internet they are in the IT. They could not resolve it. When Pastor Kenny touched the computer, everything is done. So the boss loved him so much because he has special hands. Special eyes, special wisdom from God. He's a special son of God who has the favor from God. You are the salt and the light of the world. Everywhere you go, people put the thumb up. Matthew 5, 13 to 14, you are the salt of this earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Everyone say, I am the salt of the world. I am the light. Everywhere I go, the favor of God, the honor of God is with me. Deuteronomy 28 verse 11, The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb, the Young of your livestock and the crops of your ground in the land he swore to your forefather to give you. God said that if you obey him, you will be fruitful. When we talk about fruitfulness, you remember when God said in the Bible to Adam and Eve, I created Adam and Eve and I want to bless them, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth. When you obey God, you shall be fruitful. Your children shall be fruitful, fill the earth. And not only physical 
fruit of physical offspring, you shall have spiritual offspring. Many people will come to know God through you. You can take care of God's people. Many people will be blessed by you. You shall be fruitful, both in the physical realm and spiritual realm. Amen. Your kids shall have more kids, grandkids, great grandkids, and you shall have many people come to know the Lord through you. Is it wonderful? Everyone say fruitfulness. Deuteronomy twenty-eight verse twelve. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of His bounty, to send rain on your land in season and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. Deuteronomy fifteen five to six. If only you fully obey the Lord your God and are careful to follow all these commands I'm giving you today, for the Lord your God will bless you as He promised you. You will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. You will rule over many nations, but none will rule over you. Brothers and sisters, God will bless you. With financial prosperity as well, you may start your Christian life in debt. You may have made wrong decision in the past, get into financial trouble. That's okay. The past is the past. Everyone make mistake. I make mistake too. But God' grace is upon you. From now on, instead of being worried, start to find out what God called you to do. Start to Checklist of your life, anything in your life that you still rebel against God, you don't obey God. You don't follow the command of God. Go home, pray about it, find out anything in your life that you haven't done to obey God. Maybe you know already, but you still stubborn. Whatever you learn from the Bible, just start to do it. Use your gift. Don't bury your gift in the ground. Use your gift to bless people in the local church. Help people. If God tells you to give, give. Don't hold back. I'm so thankful when I announced that we need a house for the pastor from Germany to stay for two months. So many people contacted me. They responded to the voice of God. Amen. We need to obey the voice of the Lord our God. Amen. Ask yourself anything in your life right now that you haven't obeyed. Obey him. Do it. Maybe, husband, you are not sensitive to your wife. Maybe you make her feel sad. Repent. Obey God. Love your wife. Little little things. Jesus said, "I will build my church, and the gates of Hades cannot prevail against it." Maybe God said today, "Get involved building my church." You are not in this church by accident. So when you come in, get involved. Building. Call the pastor. Call the leader. What can I do to build the church? Amen. Maybe you haven't given tithe to God. You still hold back. Use all kind of reasoning not to give tithe. Give tithe to God, so that you will not get into trouble. You don't steal God. Don't steal anything from God. Amen. 
obey the Lord, and God gonna protect you. Prosperity. Hallelujah. And then you will see that the Lord will bless you in everything you do. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 13. The Lord will make you the head, not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God, you notice the word if again and again. If, everyone say if. It's a condition. That I give you this day and carefully follow them. Carefully follow them. Take serious of following the command of God. You will always be at the top, never at the bottom. In other words, you're going to be influential people. You will be promoted. You shall be in leadership. In anywhere you go, you get promoted. God gives you authority. God gives you influences to impact other people. God gives you wisdom because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. This promise is not just only for certain people. It's for everybody who obey the voice of the Lord their God. You will be accepted. You will be honored. Amen? God is going to give you supernatural wisdom how to handle things to the point of people say, I want you to be the head here. I want to promote you. God is going to give you special ability to do things that your boss say, I can fire 10 people, but I cannot fire you. You're going to be the boss here. God gives you so much honor and favor and leadership in everywhere you go. But you need to obey the voice of the Lord your God. Amen? You can see now so many things about the blessing. Everywhere, every place, all the times, physical blessing, honor, influence, leadership, prosperity, well-being. Are you excited about this? Are you excited? I don't see your excitement that much. I know that this part is excited. I see the face. I can see that they're excited. These two couples were excited. Amen. You know why we are excited about the promise of God? The reason we're excited is because we have faith. When you have faith, you get excited. When you don't believe, yeah, you can talk to me until my hair falls off. I still don't care about it because you don't have faith. When you have faith, yes, for me. Yes, I will do it. Things can happen to me because you are excited about it. You have faith and you're going to do it and you're going to see the result of your obedience. Amen? How many people say, I want to be obedient child of God? Raise your hand up. How many people say that from now on, I will listen to the voice of the Lord my God carefully? Amen. How many people say from now on, I will take serious about studying the Bible? How many people say from now on, I will examine my life every day? Anything in my life that I haven't obeyed, I will obey. Brother and sister, believe me. You may have to die to your flesh to forgive your wife, to forgive your husband, to forgive your boss, to do many things that you have to die to your flesh. But the blessing 
of your obedience shall be much stronger and higher and more long-lasting than you, your suffering of obeying God. Sometimes obeying God is suffering because you have to die to your flesh. You have to obey God and you have to wake up in the morning to do something for God. Maybe travel on a mission trip or something. It's not easy. But the blessing that will come later on because of your obedience will be much greater than your sacrifice. What you did for God. Amen? Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much for showing us your promise in the Bible, Lord. This church believes in your promise. We believe that when we carefully obey the voice of your Holy Spirit and follow carefully every command in the Bible, we shall be blessed everywhere, in everything, all the times. We shall be blessed in everything we do. Father, let your people in this church and everyone who is listening to this teaching experience the fulfillment of your promise. You are not a respecter of people. You are just, you are fair. You are full of justice. Lord, you will fulfill your promise to everybody whether young and old, whatever skin color, whatever financial or educational background, you can bless them because they make a decision to obey you, Lord, all the days of their life. Lord, thank you that I have experiences of your promise already myself. That's why I want to obey more. I don't want to rebel against you. I don't want to be stubborn, hard-headed, run my own life, do my own things, thinking that I'm so smart. Father, I'm not as smart as you are. I'd rather follow you. I'd rather obey you. Because your ways are higher than my way. Your thoughts are higher than my thoughts. You know everything. I don't know everything. You will guide me to the right place. You will help me to meet the right people. You shall protect me from disaster and calamity and tragedy, Lord. You shall give me victory over the enemies. Thank you, Father. I'm going to walk in your way all the days of my life, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Let's stand up and sing a song to the Lord. Hallelujah.
God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. Sing, I love you so. This morning, if you're not sure that your name is recorded in the book of life, you're not sure that you are a, a child of God, you're not sure that you have salvation. I like to encourage you to give your life to God and be born again. It's very simple to do. You admit that you are a sinner. You have made mistake in your life. You admit that you cannot save yourself. You admit that there is a God who created the heavens and the universe. I just went to Victoria and saw the flowers in the Bouchard Garden. The more I look at those flowers, many kinds of flowers, hundred kinds of flowers. I know there must be the Creator. Now I call you to come back to your Creator and have a relationship with Him. Give your life to Him. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God. He created you. He died for your sin to pay for the penalty of your sin and invite Jesus to come into your life. And you shall be born again when you repent of your sin and have Jesus in your life as your Savior. Follow my prayer, Father in heaven. I was created by you. I did not come from monkey. I did not come from worms. I was created in the image of God. You are my Creator. You are my Father. Lord, forgive me. I have sinned against you. Today and all the days of my life, I repent of my sin. Thank you, Lord, that Jesus Christ, your Son, and my Savior. Died on the cross, shed his blood to pay for my sin. I receive his forgiveness. Lord Jesus, come into my life right now to be my God and my Savior. I give my life to you. From today on, 
I shall listen to you. Obey your voice. I shall study the Bible and know your commands, and I shall obey and follow your command. And I declare, from today on, I shall walk in your way. I shall serve you, and I am blessed. The blessing of heaven shall follow me, shall overtake me. The storehouse of heavens shall be open upon me. Bless me, save me, protect me, provide for me. Give me favor. Give me your grace. You are so good. You are the good God. In Jesus' name, is so good. Tell him he's so good. Tell he's so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. Love you so. I love you, Lord. I love you. Bless everyone in this room. If they are sick, I command in the name of Yeshua Hamakik that the sickness have to go away right now. If they are in debt, if they have the curse of poverty, I command right now the curse of poverty must be removed in the name of Yeshua Hamakik. If they face problem right now, in the name of Jehovah, Yeshua Hamakiah, I declare supernatural breakthroughs in their life and bless their family, bless their offspring, bless their spouse, bless their parents. If their parents are sick right now, heal. Their parents, in the name of Yeshua Hamakia, right now, victory, victory, blessing and grace, follow them. Yes, Lord, we believe you are the gracious God, and when we agree together on earth for the victory, for healing, for deliverance. For spiritual, supernatural breakthroughs, we believe it shall come to pass, and we thank you, Lord, for your answer from heaven. Thank you, Lord. Everyone say thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. How many people are the doer of the Word of God? Raise your hand. You're gonna put it into practice. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.